Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Connection Strategies with Ron Zukenik helping people in business embrace the power of connection. And now here's your host, Ron Zukenik. Hey, welcome to Connection Strategies. I'm Ron Zukenik and I'm so glad you can join us. As always, we have lots to share with you and, and on this segment today. Today is the second show where I'll speak with my guest for two 20-minute discussions. And I'm telling you it's two 20-minute discussions, so you don't miss anything, because you're going to love this first discussion. The show is all about where I bring together thought leaders, subject matter experts, and people that are passionate about the connection process. My, my question to everybody is simply this. Are, are you taking the time to understand the connection process, and do you recognize that the biggest investment you're going to make is where you're investing time in others? So let's jump right into our program. I'll tell you, I'm, I'm excited. As I'm telling everybody, I'm always excited uh, when I bring on guests. But, uh, you know, when executives feel stuck or they simply want to up their game, and I'm talking clearly about LinkedIn, my friend and our guest today, Victoria Ipri, gets the phone call. Since 2006, she's helped thousands of LinkedIn members to implement personal availability visibility and branding tactics that truly get results. She's the author of several books on social media, degree in advanced internet marketing, and named one of the top 20 digital marketing strategists. Victoria, welcome to the program. <laughs> well, thank you, Ron. You're so excited. You're making me feel all excited about it. Well, I would. And by the way, I do want to point out to everybody <laughs> that my best-selling book, if you don't have it, get it, 21 Days to Success with LinkedIn. Uh, uh, Victoria is one of the contributors. You know, one, uh, my central character, uh, Nick Roten, G-N-I-K-R-O-W-T-E-N, spelled backwards as networking, gets so overwhelmed, and then he meets Victoria. And, and Victoria, you were so cool, Victoria, because you basically told Nick that you just need to know what you need to know. <laughs> And you speak this foreign language called LinkedIn or, or some, I don't know, true. some kind of language. Uh, that is but I, true. Look, I've got all kinds kinds of things I want to share with you. Um, Great. Uh, let's talk about connecting on LinkedIn. Let, let's talk about groups for a moment. Can we, let, let's do that for a minute. We, we know there's yeah, two million. Yeah, we'll jump right into it. There's two million plus groups on LinkedIn. I got it. Now, mm -hmm. the question is, where are they headed? What, what's your take? What, what, do you, what do you foresee? Well, if we can if we can use that round number that there's let's say there are two million groups on LinkedIn, I would venture a guess at this point today that there's probably one million nine hundred that are sitting there doing absolutely nothing. There are very wow. very few. My point my point being there are very few really good groups left. In part because LinkedIn changed the rules last year about um, how groups were managed. 
And um, there was, I don't want to get into a deep thing, but there was this issue with um, members, potentially uh, a group owner could kick a member out of a group for not behaving in the proper way. And that would kick the member out of all their groups. And so you have the group managers being upset at how LinkedIn now wants them to manage their groups. And then you have the members of the groups being upset about these various little new rules that they came up with. And, and honestly, I think their heart was in the right place in terms of trying to answer the uh, complaints they were getting from group members about wanting help from LinkedIn with managing their groups. But it went a little bit too far and it had the opposite effect of kind of uh, freezing everyone's um, fun feelings about groups. And very, very slowly, actually, but almost felt quickly, groups became uh, unimportant. And they just, I don't know, people stopped participating. Oh, I think they got a little man. bored with them. Oh, don't so, tell me that. Yeah. Oh. Some groups are still doing really well. So I don't want to disparage all groups. And my, my initial comment there about the numbers of valuable groups is just an off-the-cuff comment. I don't actually know anything about those particular numbers. But, uh, yeah, groups are not doing great is, is my point. Okay. But and they're not talk- doing great because, you know, people are, are discouraged. Okay, and by the way, my yellow lab is in the background, just loving the conversation, <laughs> as, as you can maybe tell. Uh, so yeah, let, let, me, great. Let, and... let, let me ask you this. Okay, so I got it. I, I got what you're saying. But yes. look, I love, uh, you know, LinkedIn, as you and I know, is all about engagement. It's all about communication, right? We got that. So my question yes. is, uh, let's just concentrate now on what makes, uh, what's great about groups. Uh, you, you know, what I love about groups is is that there's just a lot of subject matter experts that are in these groups that are sharing content. Look, you you and I know, Victoria, that that even though there's 500 million plus people on LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. not everybody's working and taking advantage of that platform. So what do you love about what what do you love about groups right now? I mean, what, what in the groups that you're involved in? Yeah, the things I love about groups are the things that have sort of uh, fallen to the wayside. And I'm personally working in my own group of 5,000 plus, which is called the Confident Copywriter, uh, to get back to the basics of groups and make groups really uh, valuable the way they used to be. So what I really love about groups is that you can have a manager and a couple of moderators if you need them to manage that group proactively and ensure that whatever the rules are of that group, they're being followed by group members. So for example, one of the uh, actions that group members can take in a group are to simply do what I call link dropping, where instead of actually creating a group discussion for everyone else in the group to comment on or share, they just drop a link to somebody else's article or in many cases, their own article or blog or something. But they make no comment about it. They don't describe why it's valuable to the group. They just drop the link in the discussion box. This is a very, very lazy group discussion. And it's very lazy of managers who own these groups to allow their members to just drop links like that with no discussion about why it's relevant at all. So in, in my group, I don't allow that. And I know there are other group managers who won't allow that. So, you know, we could talk, take the whole 20 minutes just talking about what you should and shouldn't do in groups. The point is that groups can be strong and they can be viable and they can be vibrant and members can really enjoy hanging out in that group, but you have to manage it right. Yeah, but but look, look, uh, it's, you know, LinkedIn is all about communication and engagement. So, 
you know, I'm looking at groups as one of LinkedIn's basic communication tools, right? Right. So what what other tools are there? So if I want to engage, if I want to communicate successfully, I want to get better connected on LinkedIn. Share some of the basic communication tools that you know people can use when uh, utilizing LinkedIn. Yes. Well, um, first of all, there are your basic invitations. You're on LinkedIn to build a network. The way to build that network is to invite people who are like-minded or have some value to you to connect with you or to accept their invitations to connect with them. You both get to build your networks. That's the very, very basic communication tool. The next is in-mails, which are available to premium members, and they are a, a special kind of email that goes out when you have a premium account. Uh, in-mails can be sent to any LinkedIn member, whether you're previously connected with them or have anything in common with them or not, you can send an in-mail. Then there are groups, as you mentioned, and many um, great ways to communicate in groups. One of the best being that when you're in a group with other members, you can send emails to that member without ever connecting to that member. So in most cases on LinkedIn, you need to be a first connection to freely message another member. But on a group, in a group, you can message another group member by virtue of the fact that you share that group membership without being a first connection. So that's kind of cool. Correct. Yeah. And then there's, of course, search results. You can find people in search results and communicate with them. There's the people you may know page, another way to find uh, people to connect with. And then there's the grow your network page. And there's a bunch of different ways to reach out and communicate. uh, let, let, let me ask you this, uh, Victoria. Why, why do you think a large percentage of business professionals today, today are underestimating uh, the power of LinkedIn? What, what's your take on that? Very interesting phenomenon because the only – well, not the only, but the most common alternative to LinkedIn is, of course, Facebook. They're always compared, and they're absolutely nothing alike in terms of the markets that they serve or the kinds of things that can be done on the site – So whereas many professionals may hang out on Facebook, especially in their free time, they're not coming to LinkedIn in the, uh, well, they're coming into LinkedIn, they're joining, but they're not participating on the site. And this has been one of LinkedIn's main thorns in their side for a while is how to get more participation on the site and how to get more people participating more often, sort of a twofold. I think, you know, there's some fear there in terms of uh, what you can talk about in your own industry. Some industries are regulated. You have to be very careful. Um, We don't have much of a problem walking into a room full of people who work in our same industry and making friends out of strangers in an open room, but move those people onto a digital platform and all of a sudden everyone freezes. They're not sure what to say, what to do, how to do it right. And then there are the technical issues on LinkedIn. You can't find the button. Everything looks different today than it did yesterday. You're confused. So two different things that go on, I think, that prevent, you know, it's not an easy thing to do, and LinkedIn doesn't always make it easy to do. And so you put those two things together, and with a busy professional who kind of needs to just get it done, and uh, it trips them up. Well, you know, I've always viewed uh, Facebook kind of like a cocktail party. And, and again, you and I yeah. know that, that uh, LinkedIn is clearly the definitive business networking platform. But, you know, even yeah. yesterday, somebody's telling me about uh, f- friending somebody on LinkedIn. And I told them, <laughs> I said, no, no, that's Facebook. You don't 
friend people on LinkedIn. What you do is you you build a connection. A connection is a relationship in which a person, thing, or idea is linked or associated with something else. So very good. so, or at least that's what I think the dictionary told me. But, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, did you look that up or what? Yeah, I looked up everything. <laughs> I looked you up, right? Yeah. We had to find you. Uh, that's but, true. Uh, and and by the way, if if you're just tuning in uh, for whatever reason right now, I'm I'm with my friend and our guest, uh, Victoria Ipri, who is is clearly one of the top twenty digital marketing strategists and. When, again, executives feel stuck or when I get stuck, I want to up my game. I'm going to call Victoria. In fact, uh, Victoria, I'd be remiss to not even say, do you have a secret? But not yet. We're not going to talk about your secret. (laughs) But let me ask you something else. This is interesting to me. Um, A lot of times people ask me, and again, just what your take is. Uh, You know, we know that a majority of people on LinkedIn are, you know, have a free platform. And then we know there's this concept of premium subscriptions. And they're always yeah. asking me the same question, right? Do I really need a premium subscription? Yeah. Uh, and let's talk about it from a connection standpoint. But what's your take? Just just throw out what, what you're thinking and what, what do you tell people? Gosh, I think it's like anything else that you choose to pay or not pay for when you're building, working in a business on the Internet. So, you know, do you need uh, a copywriter? Do you need editing software? Do you need constant contact or MailChimp? Do you need an email server? Do you need conferencing software? And these are all things that we pay for because we have businesses online. And we don't really complain about paying for those things because we know they're essential to getting business done in any given day. And they'll help us get exposure and communicate and connect and all the things that we need to do in our businesses. And yet somehow when it comes to paying for a premium subscription on LinkedIn, all of a sudden everyone says, well, do I really need to do that? And again, I think a lot of it has to do with the Facebook mentality that Facebook is free. It's always been free. You can do a ton of stuff on Facebook and still never pay a dime. So they think LinkedIn should be the same, but there has to be that divide in a person's mind. Really, yeah. uh, to go back just a little bit further, first you have to figure out what social platforms are the best for you. Maybe LinkedIn isn't the best for you if you're really concerned about having to pay a monthly fee to access it. Perhaps it's too sophisticated for your needs, and Facebook would do well for you or some other social media site. Yeah. So, well, I mean, well, to me, it's say- just the cost of doing business. Yeah, it's a cost of doing business. But, you know, Facebook doesn't tell me when somebody looked at my page, right? That's true, uh, along with many other little things that you can get on LinkedIn. That's yeah, true. and I can, I can pay to search for things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on, on LinkedIn. I can search and, and not have to pay. Uh, you know, even though I'm somewhat limited uh, yes. in regards to the amount of maybe saved right. searches that I get and, and stuff like that. Uh, let's yeah. jump over to something else for a minute. I, I, and, you know, if you've got your take on this, uh, please tell me. Um, Sure. The distinction between the mobile app and the main platform, uh, which, mm-hmm. which, what, what are you noticing? I, I know that, that of course, for most people that are uh, on LinkedIn and using it, you probably are still suffering through the new user interface. That the, probably the whole world, right, uh, Victoria? The whole <laughs> world now has it. Well, uh, you know, they did roll it out rather slowly, as they tend to do. I've had it for many months, but not everybody has. Some people have just gotten it recently. So I would say, yes, some of those people are are just struggling now with learning it. Yeah, a little bit. So, And then we know that it seems like they wanted it to look a lot like the mobile app. But there are things that I can do on the mobile app that that I 
maybe can't well that I could do on the main mm-hmm. platform, but to draw some distinction for us. Well, what, what's good and what's not good about what you right? Do. Uh, there are a lot of. I mean, the whole point of this user interface update was to more closely align the desktop version with the mobile app because so much of what we do online is going mobile. So it made sense for LinkedIn to. It was almost like they had two separate websites or two separate platforms before. And they were really trying to align them both so you wouldn't have such a different experience if you were on mobile versus right, desktop. Right, right. So now they are a lot more alike, but the mobile uh, app does not have all the functionality that the desktop version has. And in the same vein, the desktop version is missing some of the features that the mobile app has. So it's not a complete alignment, but it's much closer than it used to be. And and do you, um, you like yeah. – what don't you like about the mobile app right now? Um, I have to tell you, honestly, I don't use the mobile app as much as some people do because I, I my entire business is built on helping people use LinkedIn, and therefore I'm on my desktop long hours. So uh, the mobile app, maybe I use it at night when I'm not connected to my computer and I want to look okay. something up or see a message someone has sent. I don't use it. Uh, deeply. I'm usually on okay. the desktop version. Okay. Uh, by the way, for yeah. those that don't know Victoria uh, Ipri, who we're speaking with, uh, now she did achieve recognition in copywriting. And, and I, I admit, Victoria, when I have a need for a copywriter, <laughs> you're at least one person that I've come to and you've thank done you. great. So thank you for that. Um, <laughs> but but I'm really interested in your take on something else. I, I know that you yeah. also re- received recognition in areas of search engine optimization and what they call conversion rate optimization, right? right? And yeah. and for the listening audience, in internet marketing, conversion optimization or conversion rate optimization is, is simply a system for increasing the percentage of visitors to a website that convert to customers or more generally right. take a desired action on a web page. That's referred as CRO. So let's mm-hmm. talk about that. From a LinkedIn okay. standpoint, I want to – look, I go after the relationship, Victoria. I'm not just going yeah. after the sale. I don't use the default. Right. I don't just want to add you to my network. I want to mm-hmm. talk to you about why I'm adding you to my network. And if you go ahead and right. you are kind enough to invite me, I'm going to thank you for the invite. And if I'm looking to connect to you and you accept my invitation, I am going to thank you once again. But talk to me about converting people into relationships, building that asset yeah. on LinkedIn. What, what's, give me your take on that. It's a very difficult um, bunch of steps for many people, sort of going back to what we talked about, about uh, kind of moving your thoughts and ideas from a room full of people who may be accepting of you to online, where it's a little bit more anonymous and you're kind of reaching out in the dark just a little bit, although you can pretty much find out anything you want about people these days. Um, So the conversion rate optimization, I mean, LinkedIn is a giant search engine, just like Google. If you go on Google and you type in shoes, you're going to get a gazillion results, and none of them are going to really be what you want because your search term is so broad. <laughs> go on there and you type in uh, red uh, Louboutins or a certain kind of Nike sneaker, something that refines your search. It's going to um, create results coming back to you that are much more um, in line with the item that you're looking for. LinkedIn is the same way. If you think of every single person on LinkedIn, all 500 plus million people as a, as products, not saying you should always do that, but for this, for this exercise, try to do that. We're all products and LinkedIn is the Google. 
So someone is coming on to LinkedIn, they're typing in either a person's name or something about that person, a job skill, a, uh, a title of, a, of some kind of a position, um, a location maybe, or a zip code. And they're typing that in as their search term to try to find, uh, to try to get a list of results that match with that search term. At that moment in time, when they're typing in that search, that's all they care about is getting that list of results that matches what they're searching for. Right, right. So now if you're an accountant and you want to be found when someone searches for accountants, how do you show up on the first page, so to speak, of LinkedIn results, just like you would look at only the first page of your Google results? Now, I'm not going to explain how to do that because we don't have time for that right now. But the point being that when you're trying to get people to notice you on LinkedIn, after you've optimized your profile and you know that you look great and you smell great and you're all ready to go, now how are you going to get found? And that's what the conversion rate optimization on LinkedIn right. is all about. Well, I'm going to give one helpful tip to everybody. You want to get, you want to get found on LinkedIn? Get connected to people. Because you and I know, Very Victoria, that, that when you're connected to people, you get to show up on the top of their search if if you're optimized. So, so wow, what, what a big animal. We, we've now been speaking with uh, Victoria, my friend Victoria Ipri, uh, you know, just about some general stuff on LinkedIn, getting her take on things. Uh, by the way, you can find us uh, at my website. Uh, this recording at ronsukenick.com or podcastandradio.com, or you can subscribe on iTunes, and I'm certainly reachable at 317-696-1367. Victoria, if people want to reach you, uh, mm -hmm. can, can I get, can, can how, how would you like, what's your preferred method of communication? Find me on LinkedIn. My phone number's there. Oh, my personal uh, email is there. I do not have a website for the work that I do. I work mostly with these days with uh, executives and executives specifically who are transitioning in their roles, although I do accept uh, some other types of clients. So pretty much everyone comes to me through referral and finds me on LinkedIn. And, and so, so, of course, they just look up Victoria Ipri, which is I-P-R-I, correct? R-I, correct. Okay. Yes. Now, listen, uh, two things. Uh, number one, uh, everybody's saying, okay, Ron, does Victoria have a secret, right? I'm sure they're asking. So my question to you is, give us a secret. Give us a secret, and then I've got one Gosh, last thing. you know, I have so many secrets. Which one should I share? Just I think the one I'm most <laughs> – or which one am I allowed to share? Uh, I think the one I most want to share, and it may sound old-fashioned, but I do tend to be an old-fashioned girl when it comes to um, sales and marketing, and that is that despite the technology uh, that we have to use today in order to do what we do – the firm handshake and the look directly into someone's eyes is still what sells widgets. So whatever you're trying to sell, whether you're selling yourself or you're selling a product or you're selling a service, it really is, as you said earlier, all about people. It's not about just gaining numbers and seeing how high up you can get in terms of your connections. Because as you mentioned about conversion, if you have a website and a thousand people come to that website, but no one ever buys, what good are those thousand people? Nothing. They're no good at all. You need the interaction with Very people good. that leads to the sale. So people are still what it's all about, and I still do everything kind of the old-fashioned way, one person at a time. I, I love that. And, and, you know, in closing, Victoria, I, I always love to leave the listening audience thinking about something. I call them thinking points, 
for connecting forward. So my question, mm-hmm. Victoria, is what thinking point can you leave for the audience today? What is the most important thinking point I can leave them with today? I think what I want people most to know, and I say this a lot when I work with clients during the day, is to let go of the fear of using an online platform like LinkedIn. You know, stop being afraid of changes because technology will always change and develop a mindset that allows you to really jump into the fray and figure it out as quickly as you can. If you need to hire someone like myself to help you do that, great, do that. It's worth money well spent to get your profile professionally optimized or to buy an hour of coaching to figure out what it is that you personally need to know about which tools and functions on LinkedIn are most important to you to get you where you want to go. If you keep fighting that, you're never going to win the game. Well, that got, that got me thinking, Victoria. So look, <laughs> hey, everybody, this is the first of, of two discussions I'm having w- with Victoria. So please don't miss the second one. You can reach Victoria Ipri, I, uh, Ipri I-P-R-I, yes. on LinkedIn. And you can okay. certainly, again, find us uh, with this discussion at my website, ronsukenick.com, or you can go to podcastandradio.com, or you can subscribe on iTunes, and I'm reachable at 317-696-1367. Thank you so much, Victoria, for taking a few moments. Thank you, Ron. Thanks for listening to Connection Strategies with Ron Zukenik. To learn more about Ron Zukenik and the work he does as speaker and trainer, visit ronzukenik.com. This podcast is powered by David Wolf and podcastandradio.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.